1: contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the co-hosts are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smackin' Raw podcast episode 165. It is draft day edition. I am your host, the warden, Matt Ritter, and I am here, as always, with my co-host, Sir Castle Travis Pointer, a.k.a. The Dragon King, a.k.a. Big T, a.k.a. Sweet T, money AK Black Merlin, a.k.a. The HNIC, a.k.a. Super Saiyan 2 Black Napa. Was that? And returning to Smack Raw or Smack and Raw podcast from the Smack Raw podcast, he is now the Brock Lesnar of the Smack Raw podcast because he shows up whenever the fuck he feels like it. Vince Delgado, what's going on, man?
2: You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. No, then, we do. It's for draft day. Come on, man. Get into like the Razor Mimosa kind like <laughs> promo. I was trying to do something here. I was trying to, like, make my jump over to the Smack and Raw podcast. Like, like yeah, play, like, a whole k But, but then
3: once you do that, he was channeling his, his inner Eric Bischoff and killing it right away. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't recognize it because I didn't see him in, like, a leather jacket and the bike. In the. Chill out,
1: thing. T-Bar, all right?
2: <laughs> uh, no. Uh, how's it going, guys? Right. Thank, you. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, Last-minute additions, but I always have fun talking to you, too. We were
1: in the chat. You said you had nothing going on. It's draft day. We had a lot of things happen specifically <laughs> tonight that I'm sure everyone wants to talk to. We
3: love having you on. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. And then I found out at the last minute, I'm like, you mean I could have took the night off? And, <laughs> and I just... <was>, yes. <laughs> All right. So
1: as you guys know, we start off every show, talk, well, almost every show. <laughs> a couple shows ago, I, I did it later on the show, but we always talk. Black Lives Matter and we ask you guys to please go support Young Kings Wrestling Podcast despite Travis's feelings about TC please go buy that Black Lives Matter shirt the money goes to a good cause we do appreciate it and we, it's election time you can get your ballots, you can vote, local elections are very important, um, we saw it today I saw that the cop who knelt on George Floyd is being allowed to move due to safety concerns, out of state, the judge is allowing that. Now, let me ask you this. If this was a black civilian that knelt on a cop's neck, do you think due to safety concerns they let him move out of state? They No, they absolutely wouldn't. If you're telling me, well, Matt, that's different because this is a cop. Well, I want you to apply that same logic when we talk about police brutality and you bring up black-on-black violence. It's different. It's not the same. This cop is being allowed to move out of state due to safety concerns. That is something they would not allow a civilian, a black man, especially the right to do. It is unfair. There is an issue with our justice system. Things need to be done. It's election time. So please go out, rock your vote. You know, they got the, they got the voting stuff with all the naked celebrities
3: telling you to go vote, go vote, make a difference in your community. There's a pinned tweet on my Twitter right now. Go vote. It's a link and show you how you can vote in your state and vote safely. And you get to see strippers.
2: Yeah, for sure.
3: There you go. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I agree with you know, what Wes said earlier, you know, support the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, buy that Black Lives Matter shirt, but fuck TC and everybody that look <laughs> like TC. <laughs> what about wreak
2: havoc? Here. all right. Okay.
1: I mean he was all right until he did his NXT draft and up. Oh whole my thing. gosh, Not that dude. shit was
2: trash. It trash. Was terrible. 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 So I never
1: said he was smart. <laughs> Travis, he drafted first round, he drafted
2: Randy Orton and Ruby Riot to NXT. And the Miz. And the Miz. And then later on drafted Morrison separately, wasting the pick. Yeah, I never said he was smart. <laughs> 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 to be fair, the way they did their draft was uh, interesting, I did I didn't like the concept of oh like, no, I am going so three. Much shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody gets three picks. Well, that screws over the third brand. By the time he gets to the third brand,
1: six people are already picked. Yeah, six no. great
2: picks have already been taken. Mm-hmm. So you know,
1: wait, what next- happened? I didn't hear this. So, so their draft, they did a, they did a mock draft where <laughs> uh, TC was SmackDown, Malik was Raw, and Reek was NXT. Mm-hmm. And basically, they had the entire pool, but they weren't drafting champions, they were going to leave champions alone. We found out later in the show that TC set that up because he didn't want to have to waste a draft pick on Roman Reigns, but he didn't want to lose Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. so he's like, We're not going to draft champions,
2: mm-hmm. TC. Tag set teams set
1: that up, yeah. Tag teams get drafted That's as the kind th- of thing that disrespectful motherfuckers do. <laughs> tag teams get drafted as one pick, blah 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 blah. Well. Yeah. Each round was three picks, and I don't know how it got confused, but somehow it ended up being TC said, well, this was my idea. I'm going to go first, and he got to make his three picks first before anyone got a pick. So he got three picks right off the top. Then Malik got three picks, and then Reek was like, well, shit, six people have already been drafted.
3: Oh, yeah, and the six top people (laughs) have been drafted that weren't champions. Oh, fuck
2: that. Yeah, you fucked up, TC. (laughs) Yeah, TC fucked over Reek. And but then also too, Reek just kind of like well, choked did they, in, in the in the final well, moment, like Danny well, Green.
3: There's a way to you know redeem that a bit, if they did the draft serpentine style. Did they do the serpentine style? No, nope, they didn't. Oh, they, they, they screwed over Reek. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They definitely screwed them over there. I kind
2: I kind of want to do like a whole draft thing, like to show them how it's properly like, done. We really
3: should do one. We should do yeah. one. Yeah, but we now, make everybody available. Champions don't matter. That's not the point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just us putting together the best rosters we can, and that's the thing now. So we're doing that next week.
2: Yeah. We'll okay. Do. If you guys will have me, I'll jump on there. We'll do like a little mock draft. I'm with No, it. I
3: said we, not you.
2: Oh, okay, fine.
3: <laughs> fine. No, we we need you, you make the, that. Ran, you make that
2: so easy. Like every time you. I know I so do, easy. man. But it's it's kind of like the dynamic I bring to the show, <laughs> man. It's like you kind of have to do that. It's kind of like the Corey Graves Byron Saxton <laughs> stick. So, I kind of have to feel like I have to. So, so you're
1: the Smackin' It Raw podcast, Byron Saxton.
2: Yes. Got it. Love, like, goofy, nerdy, but charming at the same time. And I have my supporters.
1: Are you standing Nia Jax as well? Are you sending her tweets? No, 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 no. Well, Travis is standing Sasha Banks, and he's sending her Panda gifts. And in honor of another great WWE theme that we lost this week, that they're going to claim a copyright strike against us, even though apparently they don't own the rights for it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, this one bothered me too. Not as much as the other, but.
2: We got a panda humping another panda. I don't know
1: if they're humping or if it's no, just cuddling getting... up. It looks like he's trying to get him up for a back suplex.
2: Oh, no, I think he's trying to reposition the other panda. Is that a reach around? No, it, it sounds like he's trying to reposition and try you something else. dirty. <laughs> we are on Pornhub, Travis.
1: <laughs> oh, my wife and my baby are here. I'm not saying
3: we're not justified in being dirty. I'm just saying you are. I'm just stating facts. Oh, I'm okay with it. I've
2: accepted that. What? I'm completely okay with it. I'm sorry, baby.
1: Kate came to let me know that the baby's wide awake, and uh, uh, now she's stuck with the wide awake baby.
2: That's tough. That's tough.
1: um, I told her I couldn't take her because I'm not putting my child on Pornhub. So (laughs) she had to wait. Uh, and then she said, you just don't put some porn up. I'm like, that's not what we do here. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's our thing. So it's just... Yeah, exactly. Um, in news and rumors right off the top, Halloween Havoc is returning and it is not a pay-per-view. It is a regular NXT Wednesday night show. And I am happy about it returning. Not happy that they're not making it a pay-per-view. Eh,
2: they did the same, same thing with the great American bash. Right? And I didn't like that either. If they you're going to do it, me. do it. They just oh, had a takeover though. I don't care. People complain about main roster having back-to-back pay-per-views, and here, like, people aren't going to complain that it's not a pay-per-view. It's just going to be a special man. It's still going to be two hours. Then
1: they should have waited and done Takeover Thirty-One as Halloween Havoc.
2: Takeover Halloween Havoc. Yes, I don't know. Maybe they got I something agree. else planned. You don't know. I might have got. watched it if they did that. Also. <laughs> You do a show to watch the, uh, like, you do a podcast to watch the wrestling show. Look, look, how would you not
3: watch it? I'm going to tell you, like, I told Rico on Twitter. Look, (laughs) give me a reason to watch a takeover, and I'll watch Takeover. Oh, build up to this Takeover. I had no reason to give a shit about anything that was going to happen on that show. Regardless of how the show may have turned out to be, Mm -hmm. the build up they gave me to that show says Travis doesn't give a shit. And since Vince wasn't on the SmackDraw podcast, to
1: give us a week by week breakdown that made NXT seem better than it was, we had no reason
3: to go watch that show. I still watched it and it was fantastic. But right. well, no, I've decided I'm no longer giving my energy to things that I don't want to watch, which is why well, randomly I, I I just don't watch AEW.
2: I was <laughs> I wasn't referring to takeover. I was referring to watching the Halloween Havoc special. Oh, he'll watch that. I'll watch We're gonna that. cover that. So you'd watch that live. You'd watch the non-Hulu. Probably not live. No, it'll
3: no, be. no. It'll be on Hulu. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well. See, here's the thing. blackheart Blackheart's gonna be hosting it, so she's definitely gonna come out with the tank. It's gonna. be seen it.
3: Hulu. I've seen it. I've seen it. Seen, seen it. it. Yes. So it's,
2: so it's canon, okay, good. I'm glad. Yes. That's all. I uh, that's all I wanted out of 2020. It's for Travis what, to see the tank.
1: What is no longer canon? Glow has been canceled. And I am yeah. also severely yeah. disappointed because I enjoyed the shit out of that show. I did too. It was a good show. Uh, and last but not least, Vince, I'm glad you're here for this. Uh, Alberto Del Rio <laughs> has been indicted on sexual assault charges. Why are you glad
3: Vince is here for this, man?
1: Because I have a question for Vince. Okay. Why?
2: Cause I'm Mexican. That's racist. No, this has I mean, nothing to do with thinking. your race. This has nothing to do with your race. Really? Really? Then really? yes. What other connection would there be here, Matt?
1: Give me a second. and I'll get there.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: So Alberto Del Rio has been indicted on sexual assault charges. Okay. They're saying he is facing five to 99 years in prison. That's a there line. is no connection. <laughs> I'm just glad you're here because Travis will just give me a, mm, okay, but you'll give me an answer. How do they determine <laughs> what level of sexual assault gets you five years versus 99 years? That is a very widespread of years of imprisonment
2: yeah uh i don't know man i watch plenty of Law and order svu but i don't pay attention to like the logistics of how like everything is processed how they make these decisions i, I mean, just kind of watch it for like you know the drama
3: i mean we've been know? saying this you know it's been it's been very much at the forefront of the news like that our justice system is broken so yeah
2: Really?
3: yeah. when you have a span of five years to 99 years yeah
2: well <laughs> i just want to say and like i i feel like i speak for all our Mex- uh, mexican people all our latinos we do not claim alberto the real or alberto patron or whatever his his name is now we do not claim him we claim Andrade, we claim angel garza Santos escobar eddie happy birthday to eddie uh, 53 today so when, that's what you... we should be shouting out today Shout nah, out, Eddie. Happy the, birthday, the, Eddie. Who,
3: who's the other one that was tagging with Dominic? What's his, what's his name? Umberto. Ray Mysterio. Umberto. Oh,
2: Umberto. Oh, okay, I did hear you say Umberto. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm glad you said that because <laughs> it reminded me of that Dave Chappelle skit, the uh, race draft <laughs> <his> draft day, <laughs> mm-hmm. where <Yeah. laughs> they didn't claim OJ. Yes. We don't. Alberto Del Rio, you were officially the OJ Simpson. <laughs> of the hispanic community congratulations
2: specifically mexican suit man get the fuck out of our country man. <laughs> man we don't want you
1: <laughs> damn all right so um let's take let's take a general consensus here where do we want to start do we want to go right into the draft
3: Do we want to blow our should. load right off
1: the top or i mean i think
3: bit. we should just pretend AEW didn't happen but um did you watch it this week i did i did okay how much did I pay attention to it? I don't really Well, know. I've got some things
1: I want to say about AW this week because okay. they made some weird fucking decisions. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like that main event. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, somebody,
3: we're tag teams. You know, that's what they do.
1: Draft, start with the draft, save it for the end so people have to sit around and listen to hear our thoughts so they can't just turn it off mm-hmm. after SmackDown. Make not gonna,
3: they're not going to turn it off after SmackDown. No,
2: they wouldn't, man. We, we're where too charismatic for that. If, we, if they're
3: in for the whole thing, we're talking about the draft on SmackDown, they're in for the whole show. Roger that, then SmackDown
1: it I'm is. I'm not saying we start there. Well, Vince did, and he's the guest.
2: I'm just uh, saying, I'm pushing 30, so <laughs> we might as well blow my load because that's early on because that might be my move going forward. That might just be me five minutes in and well, I'm see, out. I kind
1: of – it's really funny you brought that up, Vince, because we were driving over here, and I was talking to you about coming on, or I was driving over here, and I was thinking about how you said the very first thing you were going to talk about was that Triple H tweet, which I'm not going to let you talk about. We'll get to it. <laughs> you said it and I'm like, I, I was like, I really hope he does that, like, right in the intro so I can be like, whoa, 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 Vince, chill. This oh, is boy. the Smack and Raw podcast. This is about subtlety and nuance. We are, we are a very nuanced, subtle podcast. We don't just pop our cork right at the beginning. It's probably why you're single. You need to relax. Wait, wait, get a rhythm wait. going. Hold up. Hold up. No little need foreplay,
2: for man. shots. A little
3: foreplay. I'm
2: so. all about foreplay, but sometimes <laughs> things just get you going. You just jump right into it, man. You got to go in raw sometimes.
3: <laughs> if y'all both ready,
2: you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Wait, wherever well, you guys want to go, let's, you lead let's, the way. Let's go let's, in
3: raw
1: with SmackDown. Uh, we kick it off with the very first round of the draft. Um, we're not going to cover the people that stayed on their shows because do we really care about who stayed on their shows? Unless there's something significant, I <laughs> thought, there. So the only person in the first round draft that actually went anywhere was Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. And then they do the really terrible bit where <laughs> Seth is in the back going, I'm just glad I don't have to be around the Mysterios anymore. Basically telling us the Mysterios are getting fucking smacked. I was so
3: irritated. I'm like, yo. And I was just thinking like, oh, Brilliant. Because they're like, oh, this is a very bad idea. This is a shitty story. How do we get out of it? Oh, we'll just move Seth to the other show. I'm like, thank you. And then they did this. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> just, damn it. They got to get out of jail, free card.
1: It's like they were like, you know, SmackDown's been great for the last few weeks. How can we ruin it? Let's move that Mysterio Seth
3: Rollins story over there. I, I think, don't know man, this Roman Reigns shit might override it. I think that's what they thought. <laughs> they could get away with this story if they put it underneath all the Roman Reigns and Fiend stuff.
2: <laughs> well, the fiend might not be staying on SmackDown. He's not going Cause, anywhere. Cause uh Russell Votes tweeted this. He was saying that like as of ten AM this morning tonight the early plan is to keep Drew and Roman staying put, but Seth and Bray to switch brands. And one of that's already come to fruition. Like, two, three-fourths of that's already come to fruition. So why not switch over Bray over, over to Raw? So Here's the could... thing.
1: If Bray goes to Raw, then Alexa obviously also oh, needs yes, to go to Raw. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. I'm not going to be mad if they team Bray up with Aleister Black and give
3: Aleister something to do.
2: I don't, I, I want Alistair to be When you meet, When man. you say
3: team him with Alistair Black, are you talking an actual tag team?
2: Or just like a faction or or just alliance? Just
3: kind of the faction thing. because you know, faction alliance? Because they seem to be doing the faction thing again, and I'm happy that factions are back. Yes. Because you've got Alexa and then Bray
1: and Alistair together as a team. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that.
3: Speaking of factions, another person who got moved to Raw when we get to it. Looks like somebody who leads another faction is looking for a new recruit. Mm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But before we get there, and Travis, I'm going to let you get your, your anger out, but we're
1: not quite there yet. Big E, <laughs> e defeats Sheamus in a Falls Count Anywhere match. We are reunited joyously with the New Day. Kofi and Xavier are back. They let us know that they're here for the tag team titles. <clears throat> a very hurt Big E is in the back. They do the New Day rocks thing. Everyone's so 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 happy that the new day is back. Um, <laughs> Travis, I know you can't hold it. Uh, so later I had a bad on,
2: feeling right then and there when Biggie wasn't immediately celebrating, something told me something wrong was there. Like I we, felt, uh, I felt it.
1: Later in the night, we get the new day defeating Cesaro and Shinsuke to become the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And it looks like the now seven-time SmackDown Tag Team Champions have reunited with Big E. He's going to be a huge single star. They've got the tag titles. Everything's going good. And then in the very first round of that part of the draft, Stephanie McMahon breaks everyone's heart and says that Raw has drafted the New Day, Kofi, and Xavier. And you just hear from the ring, say Big E. Say B- Why didn't she say Big E? Say Big E. And she does say Big E, but he's been drafted by SmackDown.
2: Uh, Jesus. Okay.
3: This is going to be a little bit different because I'm completely sober. But WWE, your king is here. And I have some words. What the fuck? You had a good thing going here. And it could go forever. Literally forever. You know why? Besides the fact that New Day rocks? Because the people still love them. And they will continue to love them as the New Day. Forever. Like, you think with most teams, people get tired. I'm like, yeah, it's about time for them to split. No, it's not. This is the exception. This is the exception to the rule. You keep them together and it still works. Like, you want Big E to have his single run? Let him do it. You don't have to split them up to do that. You proved it with Kofi. Like, let them do their thing. But as a unit, they are better, they are better than the sum of their parts when they're together. It's just, you split it up. You're going to ruin it. You got to bring him over to Raw, and it's just not going to feel right. And then that's when people are going to get tired of the team. And guess what? That's when Xavier Woods disappears. Because he's going to be the casualty in all this.
2: Maybe, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, he always got up, up, down, down.
3: He'll be okay, like, in the long run, like, his career otherwise, you know. But as far as wrestling goes, this is going to kill it for him.
2: I mean, there was talk, supposedly, from WrestleVoltz that they were thinking about in the draft, like moving Kofi to Raw, Big E to SmackDown, both still being a member of New Day, but with Xavier Woods filling the managerial role and jumping between the shows to manage both of them. So they could still cross that threshold if they want to put <laughs> Kofi as a singles guy on Raw.
1: See, first off, they made the mistake in not putting NXT in this draft in any way, shape, or form. They're not part of the draft pools. They're not on either Raw or SmackDown. They're not allowed to make draft picks. I would have put Kofi on Raw, Big E on SmackDown, and sent Xavier Woods down to NXT where he could build himself up as a top singles guy, maybe even be champion. If you're going to break him up anyway. But here's the thing. Travis, as much as I love the New Day, remember how happy you were going to be if Mandy Rose got drafted back to SmackDown because it was going to make me miserable? Knowing how much this hurts you really did just spark a little bit of joy inside me. Because Biggie is still going to be a singles main eventer. Xavier Woods and Kofi are still together. the new day' still rocks, it's not completely gone, but Give just knowing that you were hurt at the time,
0: just a
2: little bit that's just very petty this and and, and
3: actually it's different too, because what what, what what I'm laughing at with Matt is his just pure annoyance at something mm-hmm. this genuinely bothered me though like, mm-hmm. this is different like. Yeah. Matt's just annoyed at at just like, you know, the the concept of the split brands. So that's funny to me that they keep like just saying fuck you to Matt on that. But, you know, I'm talking about a man's career here, you know?
2: Yeah. So I guess my question here, and that was the first thing that happened that that popped into my head, is they were drafted as the newly won SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Obviously, raw, that means champs. Street Profits are going to SmackDown because, yeah. A, Bianca got drafted there, but they can't have both titles there. Well, I floated the idea on Twitter and in the group chat saying, <laughs> what if this leads to a unification match where they have the same setup as the women's tag titles where that they can be travel between yeah. Raw and SmackDown considering yeah. they don't have a deep tag team pool on either show? This would allow New Day to still be around co- like Big E. They could still show up on SmackDown. And that's True. one way you can keep them together with, while still separate them and letting Big E go in on a singles push. Another reason
3: – And that it gives it. me – oh, go no, sorry.
2: Another thing I was thinking about is, like, if they really build a Big E, we're assuming he's going to be facing Roman for that title. What if he wins the Rumble and decides, I want to go back with the New Day? I want to go back with my boys and goes over to Raw and challenges the WWE champion over there. Maybe it's he just like a – yeah, it's like, it's like a small little breakup in between there. So he, he,
3: can't do, he can't go to Raw. That's Keith Lee's spot.
2: Keith Lee can win the Rumble and go over to SmackDown.
1: I want to see SmackDown. No, I, no, I wait, go. wait. No, if he no, no, no. wins the Rumble and goes to Raw, how does Keith
3: Lee win the Rumble and go to SmackDown? <laughs> and they, plus, that's not happening either because at WrestleMania, we're getting Roman Reigns versus The Rock, okay? That's mm-hmm. what's happening, all right? So, well, Keith
2: Lee, well, how do we know Keith Lee's staying on Raw? He could be drafted over to SmackDown on Monday. To be determined. To be determined.
1: We'll have to see where retribution ends up.
2: Oh, they're saying that wrong, man. Come on.
1: <laughs> well, that's where Mia Yim is, and they don't <laughs> like to split up couples. So your theory about Bianca Belair They just split up couples. With, they have
3: J- They oh. haven't because it hasn't eh. finished yet. But, but... So we're going to... Hold on, let's that whole win. not wanting to split couples thing doesn't even apply right now because they're doing everything in the same city.
2: Exactly, that's <laughs> what I was saying. They're all in like fucking the Orlando Magic. Like you literally just arena.
3: said Bianca
1: went to SmackDown, so Street Profits are going there. That was your that was part of your logic because Bianca's logic SmackDown,
2: was the SmackDown Tag Champions are on Raw. Now the Raw Tag Champions have to travel over. Why would you have two smack, two tag team champions on the same brand
0: to
1: Unless
2: unify them? unless you unified them. But even still, I would like to see Street Profits go over to SmackDown.
3: I would like – I'm just happy if I get to see that Street Profits versus New Day match, though.
1: Let's just run through the finer points of the draft. (laughs) Uh, Naomi and AJ got drafted to Raw. Mm -hmm. Bianca got drafted to SmackDown, as Vince said.
3: Uh, The Miz (laughs) and Morrison – wait, we are not going to gloss over Naomi going to Raw because there was a tweet that came out. From oh, Mr. Uh, Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP. And uh, he's got his eye on Naomi. We're going to see. Is she in?
2: I think she should be in. Because she should be.
3: <laughs> she absolutely should My be. My
2: favorite Naomi was when she turned heel and joined up with Tamina and Sasha <laughs> and formed Team Bat. I team felt B- like yeah. that was the most legit I felt <laughs> for her as a legit contender. Yes, she had the feel the glow moment. She was a two time Samantha Women's Champion but she was never given that chance to be legit and her turning heel joining the hurt business. I would love to see a Naomi Oscar matchup. And I, I, the main focus in this draft was to build up opponents for Oscar and for Bailey or Sasha on SmackDown and vice versa for the main champions, Drew and Roman. So if you turn Naomi heel and have her join the hurt business, that could be the WrestleMania match right there for the raw side. You build her up throughout all these months as this dominant woman with this faction.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why not go with it, man? This is what Naomi needs. I'm all for it. Give me more of that.
1: I'm with you on that. Uh, Miz Morrison to Raw. So, Ray and Dominic to SmackDown, Bullshit. and then Jay Uso stays on SmackDown. Jimmy goes. Jimmy's wife is on Raw. Mm -hmm. His brother is on SmackDown as of right now because he's injured reserve. He has gone undrafted. And what WWE said with this draft is that there are draft pools, they will draft from those draft pools, and anyone that doesn't get drafted will be a free agent and allowed to go to whatever brand they want. Mm Mm-hmm. Or whatever
3: brand will have them because, you know, you're just going to show up. Whatever, yeah, whatever so you, you can't my,
2: whole, my whole theory with that is they had to draft Jay <laughs> by himself. He's going to have a hell of a cell championship match against Roman Reigns. You can't be drafted as a tag team. You can't. It just diminishes your credibility as a singles guy if you're drafted with your brother. And his whole thing is he's trying to, like, separate himself from being the other twin. So, so I think Wait, wait,
0: yeah.
1: wait. You can draft the New Day together Without having to have Biggie separate himself from the group to be a single star, but
2: you can't draft the Usos together while having Jay separate himself to be a single star. Yeah, because it's apples and oranges here, man. Like Biggie, they've been building him up as a singles guy, and it's like different from a tag team. That's a faction right there. They've been That's building not... Jay up
1: as a singles guy too.
2: <clears throat> That's why they drafted Otis by himself because he's. I was the, gonna the... bring that
1: up too because that was the very next thing. Cause we already talked about the New Day was Otis got drafted and Tucker didn't. Okay. So does that mean heavy machinery is done? If no, you're... because Tucker's not going to get drafted.
3: So He's just going to go over the road with Otis
2: if they'll have him. <laughs> if they'll have him. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to gloss over Bianca going over to SmackDown because she got called up at, after WrestleMania and showed up to Raw and did nothing. They did nothing with her. And then mm-hmm. on NXT, she could, she was on the cusp of being a top like contender for that championship and was never given that opportunity. I feel like on SmackDown, she could get that shot because SmackDown was losing face, like losing like top names, like Lacey Evans done Naomi. It's been done Alexa, Nikki, like they've all been done. So this is a fresh face here. With Bianca going over to SmackDown. And I tweeted this if you don't give us Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the women's title at some point, this is a missed opportunity and it's a fail.
3: Definitely.
1: SmackDown needs, SmackDown <laughs> of the three brands has the weakest women's roster.
3: Yeah.
1: It is the most depleted. It's all Bailey. <laughs> Bailey's well, Bailey. beat everyone. <laughs> Bailey's
2: yeah. beat everyone. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. they,
1: need, they need to rebuild that women's <laughs> roster because Bailey's <laughs> beat everyone. There's no one left. Exactly, and if you look at who Raw has now, and especially NXT, because NXT's roster is fucking ridiculous.
2: Ember Moon, Tony, Tony Storm. Jesus, yeah, they just them. keep adding people.
1: Um, so that yeah, that those are really the only big moves for the draft. But they did say yes, Travis.
2: Did you say Tony Storm?
1: Tony Storm showed yes. up on
2: Takeover, and she's and coming to NXT.
1: We're gonna talk about that when we get to NXT, Travis, because there was a video package you need to go look up. We'll talk about it when we get to NXT. That is an NXT thing.
2: Hit up the network after this, man.
1: Hit up YouTube after this and look up Tony Storm's vignette or promo video. Anyway, um, so that's all that really happened when we go to the draft uh, as far as people changing. Everyone else basically stayed on their same brands. (laughs) Um, Then we do have the Jey Uso coming out. He calls out Roman Reigns because he wants to know the stipulation. I blew my load a little early on Twitter and said, I thought this was going to be a Hell in a Cell match. And then Roman showed up like right after I sent the tweet and said they're gonna do an I Quit match inside Hell in a Cell.
3: Yeah, I'm in. I'm with it. Uh, yeah, I'm I know all you're all for this. Super yes. excited. Makes yes. sense. Especially Makes perfect sense. Especially since
2: Roman was saying that it's gonna be the most <laughs> highest stake match. You know, the yeah. most consequences in this match. How do you raise it? This is some shit you create in WWE 2K where you create your own custom match. You make a night quit match with <laughs> yeah. like the Hell in the Cell. That's what Roman did. He, he was playing the WWE 2K while he was gone. He's like, that's a cool match. I want to have that with my cousin.
3: And it fits the story so perfectly because after the last during the last match, that whole time was like, you acknowledge me as a tribal chief. You do it. You do it. You do it. And he wouldn't do it. So now it's just like, yeah, him having to say I quit is basically him having to acknowledge what Roman Reigns is, which is a tribal chief. He's getting what he wants. I think as of right now, we
1: have three Hell in a Cell matches scheduled for Hell in a Cell. We have Randy Drew in Hell in a Cell, Roman J in Hell in a Cell, I quit, and Sasha Bailey Bailey in Hell in a Cell, which we'll get to in a minute here. Um, So, we get that, and then we have this fantasy tag team match. So, Matt Riddle went to Twitter and said, with the draft coming, he really wishes he could team with Jeff Hardy before one of them possibly gets drafted to another show. <laughs> and he looked up to Jeff Hardy, blah, 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 blah. No one gives a shit. Um, Riddle and Jeff defeat Morrison and the Miz not important. What is important is Lars Sullivan has returned. Uh, we find out he's getting added to the draft pool on Monday night. Raw. I tweeted it out. I put it in the Facebook group. I'm going to say it here. I, I am so surprised they did not send him to NXT and the Island of Misfit Toys along with Velveteen Dream and Austin Theory. (laughs) I actually got a little heat on Twitter from that comment. Someone uh, didn't like it, whatever. Um, But, no,
2: like, Mitch. Especially with, like, rumors that maybe NXT is signing Tessa, so. Yeah,
1: like, you take Tessa, the racist, Velveteen Dream, the accused pedophile, Austin Theory, the accused pedophile. Why not? Throw down the guy who made a gay porno and then was racist and homophobic in a group chat after making gay porno. Stick them all down on
2: that brand. Yeah, they're doing their best to ruin NXT and <laughs> it's like and...
1: Reek's running the show,
2: man. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> <laughs> He's ruining NXT no matter which way he can. He's held bent on running. That's why I stopped covering NXT on the SmackDown podcast. I knew it was going downhill. I knew Rick was getting his hands on it.
1: But that's not all that happened. I don't know if Travis saw this. I saw it. You brought it to my attention. Vince, uh, what happened on Twitter with Triple H?
2: So while, uh, while I was scrolling down on Twitter, I saw a lot of people showing the caption, like a screen grab, of Triple H liking a post that said, This is, this is my favorite La- Lars Sullivan match, and it's the screen, screen grab of the, the gay porno that he did with the other guy. So it's just literally him, like, close up to the other guy, and the catch is, like, my favorite Lars Sullivan match. And, and Triple H like th- that shit. And Triple H liked that. So I'm like, is it real? If you go to Triple H's official Twitter account, it's on his likes. I don't know if he changed it because I <laughs> <anybody laughs> noticed it, but there's enough screen grabs where it's legit. It's fucking legit. Like, that's your boss, man. He out here, like, roasting you on Twitter. What are I you going to do about it? 100% went
1: and checked. <laughs> 100% went and checked. It's real. That's what I'm saying.
0: The
3: thing is, what's Lars gonna do about it? Like nothing. <laughs> <it's just> nothing. <laughs> he ain't doing shit. You you can't really like claim anything about somebody clicking like on a on an Instagram post or a, a Twitter post. Like he's taking that L.
1: Hmm. Um, speaking of taking that L, Bailey loses to Sasha by DQ, which I'm pretty sure we all knew were coming. Yeah, uh, we knew they were gonna
3: throw it out somehow. So,
1: like I said, we're gonna get that Hell in a Cell match. Um, that's, that's going to be the blow off probably. Um, yeah. Talked about the new day defeating Cesaro and Shin become the new tag team champions.
2: Oh, Oh. uh, uh, they were saying that I think after the show, like they're going to do some like late night drafts from like the free agent pool. Like I'm talking like, smack. I'm talking smack. So there's yeah, like people morning. that weren't drafted. There were free agents are probably going to be move over there. Like guys like buddy Murphy and, and, and Tucker. Yeah. So we're still not I'm actually going to check out
1: talking smack tomorrow. So mm-hmm. that's I'm on curious. the free
2: version. So why not?
1: Yeah. Well, I already pay for it.
3: So it don't matter if you going right to say, time. we already pay for the network. We don't, you
1: know, Uh, then we had Otis backstage after getting drafted. Apparently, Miz has asked for a continuation of the lawsuit because they ran out of time on the show and couldn't do the Miz lawyer segment and that's what they decided to cut and I don't blame them because I don't give a shit Travis do you give a shit about Otis and his money in the bank in this lawsuit no because I keep forgetting he has that damn briefcase So Vince do you give a shit about Otis and the briefcase in that fucking lawsuit
2: <laughs> I want Otis to disappear Yeah, that, that's how I feel about it
1: also does Miz continue to have a lawsuit when he's on Raw and Otis is on SmackDown?
3: Like. I mean, the, the incident still happens, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So legally, means, you know.
1: I'm after kind of the draft, to- we might get some. Fucking cross brand bullshit because they have to finish this fucking story. Oh, you're going to get cross
3: brand bullshit anyway, sir. You so always
2: shit. get cross <laughs> brand bullshit like the pay per view after the draft. It, there's always some carryover to some the Some leftover pay-per-view. shit, yeah. And they fail. Yeah. Like
1: things can happen at a pay per view where both shows are. I'm fine with that. I don't want to see Raw superstars on fucking SmackDown. And I don't want to see SmackDown superstars on fucking Raw unless it's the goddamn Survivor Series and there's a fucking reason for it. Other than that, stay the fuck away from each other. I need a restraining order to keep these two fucking shows apart and people on their own goddamn shows because I'm fucking sick of it.
3: I mean, I don't know what to tell you besides get used to it. Because Speaking of fucking sick of it, now that you got me on a fucking rant, <laughs> what happened to SmackDown's draft picks?
1: The draft picks that they supposedly got for the fucking trade. I
3: told you they Yo, didn't you have you the cap up space. With, um,
1: <laughs> you came up with some
3: bullshit about the cap space. They don't have the don't cap, cap space. Mate. space.
1: <laughs> SmackDown traded superstars to Raw, and we were told that SmackDown was going to get future trades
3: for or future draft can. picks for those trades. They still can. They still can. We got time. Will it be paid off?
2: Probably They're not. There's
3: still a whole other night of the draft. On I want to know where they are.
1: I need to be told where my fucking draft picks are. Exactly. you're still it. drafting Your three, draft three people. Up. Yes, they're my draft <laughs> picks now. You're still <laughs> drafting three people to Raw and two to SmackDown every round. So where are all those extra draft picks for SmackDown? Am I going to get them on Talking Smack? Is Talking Smack going to be SmackDown draft only? Then I'm fine and I'll shut the fuck up. But until then, I need my goddamn continuity. <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me while you're just throwing people around all willy-nilly. Yeah, I said willy-nilly. Fuck you. I'm okay with it, man. It felt right. It felt Anyway, right. our main event was a match that I really should have enjoyed. And it's just like Monday Night Raw. This was awesome. And if I could get past my own hangups, it would have been fantastic. It's the Fiend versus KO. This is the exact way I want to see the Fiend used. He mm-hmm. looked dominant. He, you know, no soul to stunner. Took Kevin Owens down. Even that Papa powerbomb spot was a little botched. Yeah. That was a little rough. Um... The Fiend gets the win here. Lights go out. He shows up on the <laughs> rampway with Alexa Bliss. They're looking at each other. We'll see where they end up. They're all bathed in red. Could be a foreshadow of the fact that they're going to Monday Night Raw.
2: It makes sense for him to be on, on Raw ever since they started doing the red light. I always hated that.
1: Um, yeah, Fiend beat KO.
2: That's cool. Hopefully this leads to a heel turn for Kevin Owens. Maybe he goes to NXT or he goes over to SmackDown or maybe this goes into a feud with the Fiend. now now they'll both be on Raw. Regardless, I hope this leads for something good for Kevin Owens. He's kind of been spinning his wheels since Wrestlemania. Yeah.
1: True. Uh, Then, at the end of the show, they fucked up and announced next week on SmackDown, Braun Strowman, who has not been drafted yet, versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. How do you set up a title match for someone who's not going to get drafted till Monday Night Raw? Because we don't know if he's going to Raw. We don't know. I'm going to use air quotes now. We don't know if he's going to Raw or SmackDown. Braun Strowman has not been drafted. They, How do you put him in a fucking title match before the goddamn draft is over?
3: Dude, they do this you put the New Day in a title time. match before the draft was over? Yeah.
1: Okay. They put him in a match on SmackDown before the draft finished for after the draft is over. We don't know if he's going to be a raw superstar before he has that he's match gonna, on SmackDown. Travis, this wasn't he won the title and then gets drafted to another show. Okay, he's competing they, next mean, week gonna, after the draft is over. They've different that story, Matt, though, Matt, so just, Matt you know, like
2: you, you just, you just, no, like, this is stupid.
3: You're gonna, you're gonna like, you're gonna, is, get it, it, it's all it worked up here. You're gonna burst the blood vessel. It's okay, goddamn right,
2: <laughs> Matt, Matt. Look, I'm gonna say this you're right, you're 100% right, but they do this every year. This, you, I know exactly where they're going. <laughs> Braun's going to go over to Raw just in case they re- bring back Raw on the ground, which I doubt they will. But he's going to go over to Raw because why stay on Smith? then I think he'd be irrelevant. And then the whole, like, theme throughout the night will be, like, will the Universal title go over to Raw? If Braun Strowman wins, he's going to take the Universal title to, quote, unquote, build suspense even though we know the results.
1: And I am going to be on Twitter bitching the entire time because of their goddamn <laughs> loopholes and continuity. Thanks for warning if you're me. You're gonna to do something. Me. Say something. Fucking do what you say.
3: That's fine. Now I know I gotta mute you during Stop SmackDown it. next. Yeah, week. go ahead. Mute me during SmackDown next. Week.
1: Well, I, only if Braun Strowman gets drafted. I, I recommend everyone mute me if Braun Strowman gets drafted to <laughs> Raw and competes for the fucking Universal Title on SmackDown. Mute me Friday next week.
2: <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna have post notific- tweet notifications for you. <laughs> I'm gonna do the exact opposite. <laughs> Are we spitting or
1: swallowing SmackDown tonight with the draft?
3: Uh, uh I still got great uh Uso and uh, Roman Reigns shit. We've got great fiend shit. I'm gonna swallow it.
2: It was still good stuff. Like it's it was raw. You know? As, as like, pissed yeah, as swallow. I
3: am, as pissed as I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm whole very whole interested. So good that I'll I'll will I'll still give the show a pass. And Biggie Sheamus tore it up in
1: that false counter match I am swallowing as well, but I'm very interested in the dynamic of them moving spouses to separate shows and where people are going to end up and them possibly splitting up other tag teams besides the new day with the Otis and Jey Uso move. So that has me intrigued because I don't really know what they're going to do this year. So yeah, I'm I'm swallowing as well. Yeah. Uh, Vince. AEW, nxt raw uh,
2: i'd say let's get rid of aw then go to nxt and finish up strong with raw
1: yeah because unlike over the smack raw podcast we're not a bunch of aw marks now <laughs> they got rid of their one wwe guy in vince they've turned have you they've turned rn Full Britt Baker. He's, like, a full AEW mark now. Like, well, really?
2: also, too, like, they just kind of, like, decided – they just completely buried NXT. They're not even trying to, like, do NXT anymore.
1: Well, no, no. that, that To be fair, that's not true. They're doing a super show on Wednesdays. Yeah, but... but
2: every every single time the thumbnail is two-thirds of AEW compared to the one NXT thing. Uh, well, that, And that's... it's only, like, one guy watching NXT and Arn. And if Arn doesn't watch the show, they don't talk NXT. Well, that's Kyle. How, how do you really feel about and you
1: know, you know Kyle's an AEW, Mark. It is what it is.
2: They're all Marks.
1: Um, we kick it off. It's Jericho Appreciation Night in our opening segment where we've got wrestlers talking about why they love Chris Jericho growing up watching Chris Jericho. A lot of Inner Circle. Um, all throughout the night, we had Chris Jericho uh, packages from celebrities and retired wrestlers and things like that talking oh, about Chris.
3: What? Nobody died. It's okay. Um, no, I was just surprised. I didn't realize Jimmy Butler played 47 minutes. Oh, okay. Bro, Not important. Right, well, yo, nothing you're saying I right now to is important have, either.
2: I had to, to wear the Miami Heat jersey for that same reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's How'd a Dwayne Wade jersey, though. Jimmy
3: Buckets.
2: How do you feel Bucket.
1: about uh, Willie Hobbs, Travis? This is probably the first time you've seen him wrestle. He wrestled Brian Cage for the FCW title.
3: Oh, we're still talking about AEW? Um, yeah. <laughs> You said, oh, oh, the Hobbs do. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I wasn't impressed, but I didn't dislike it. Um, The whole FTW belt thing is still like, why? But, you know, whatever. Uh,
1: after the match, Taz was impressed. He gives Ch- Hobbs the choice to join them or get beat up. Um, uh, before Hobbs answers, Darby Allen comes down, chases off Cage and Starks, and uh, Team Taz leaves, and
3: Taz gives Darby Allen a stern warning that his time is coming. My thing is in all these situations, you know, I'm I'm a practical person. And in situations like that, I'm like, yeah, I'll join you. <laughs> like it's just it seems like the logical choice here. Like it's just I don't like getting my ass kicked. Like I've, you know, I'm not afraid of it, but I'm not gonna invite that on myself for no reason. Like what do I get out of it? Like the FTW belt, like, it's not even real. So, it's just, yeah, I'll join you, whatever. I get a manager. I get some backup. Yeah, cool.
1: We also had a really good hype package for Lance Archer where he got to cut a promo, and we saw that he can cut a very good promo, uh, building up for his match against John Moxley when it finally happens. Um, then FTR did their 20-minute challenge against the... just get rid if you're not going to go by rankings and you're not going to use your fucking rankings then get rid of your goddamn rankings because only on occasion do you say this person's ranked this or that person's ranked that but you're not using them for stories
3: so just get rid of them what's up travis i feel like i've asked this before but i don't remember the answer what does ftr stand for
2: uh there was never a concrete like definition of, er- of it but uh it started off as fuck the revival then the revival changed it to forever the revival and then that, that's where it started. It started asking. And then the it was revival.
1: free the revival when people wanted them to get released from mm-hmm. the WWE contract. So it
2: started off as like a bit on being the elite from the Young Bucks saying, fuck the revival. Mm. Oh, actually, no, Cody Rhodes started the thing. It's like, fuck the revival. That's where it started. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs>
1: Thank speaking you. of the Bucks, they're backstage watching this match, talking about how good FTR is. Then they notice the cameraman and they super kick him. Um, we go back to the ring and FTR is in there. They're confronted by the best friends who say that they are the number one contenders and Tony Khan is letting them finally get their match next week. They also made really cool FTR weenie shirts where it's the FTR and hot dog costumes wearing the AW tag team titles. And, uh, fuck Chuck. Trent has gone and said, do not buy these shirts, which obviously just makes me want to go buy one of those shirts. Um, Yeah, so we're going to get that title shot next week. Then we've got what should have been the main event. Cody versus Brody for the TNC title in a dog collar match. How is this not the main event? Because it it wasn't Cody Rose's 30th anniversary. There's blood. There's violence. Cody somehow won this match, which also blew my mind that they already took the title off Brody and put it back on Cody.
2: Well, I feel like, what, didn't Cody have like some sort of injury? No, I he think... took
1: time off to go shoot that TV show that he's hosting.
2: Oh, well, that's why he dropped the title. Not because they were actually going to do something with Brody Lee. It's just just because, oh, well, we got to get the title off of Cody. He's going to go shoot something. Uh, he'll get the title when he gets back. They've done that. They did that with, uh, I think it was like AJ Lee. She took like some time off. She dropped the title to Paige and then literally on her first night back won the title. So it's nothing new. I like I shit on AEW a lot, but I will say I knew Cody was getting that title back. I, as I,
1: dominant as Brody Lee was in their first match where he just destroyed Cody Rhodes, I did nothing. not see him losing this dog collar match on TNT. Uh, just, it's know. Cody
2: fucking Rhodes. Yeah, he came back. He was back. gonna
3: fucking win. Yeah, came back. He came back changed. He's a different guy. Oh, yeah.
1: With, he, he came back with the black hair.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and, and the suit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Looking, looking like he came straight out of Twilight.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. As I was also wondering, um, so they said Brody Lee's head got cut open on that spot through the table, even though his head didn't hit the table. Um, so did he blade? Is that what happened?
0: Probably. They do a lot
3: of blading. He probably bladed. Yeah. Because on that, that pile driver through the table, his head never touched the table. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, he cut his head. Like, nah, nah. He... Did not Cody blades every chance he gets? I wouldn't be
1: surprised if Brody (laughs) bladed too. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I will say, Matt. Like, look, I've seen so many wrestlers fuck that shit up, and it's like it's 2020 now. Like, we don't need to see guys blading. Like, oh no,
1: I disagree 100%. No,
2: I'd rather not. It's what's
1: missing. If I mean, there, there are possibilities where bad things can happen. We know about what happened with Lita and Ric Flair, where Ric Flair bladed for Lita and Nick the vein or some shit and she was like beating Eddie out all <laughs> the place. popped
2: a blood vessel trying yeah. to, like,
1: We know yeah. what happened to Eddie against fucking uh, JBL in that fucking bloodbath of a match like yeah, we know bad things can happen but this is something that you don't get in wrestling especially in WWE very often that sets AEW aside that I enjoy is that ultra violent on occasion aspect mm-hmm. and it's not all of the wrestlers doing it if it was everyone doing it I could you know then there's an issue but it's really just Cody or his opponents it doesn't work as well without the blonde hair now that he dyed in mm-hmm. black but i i actually i don't mind it i, I i'm actually kind of glad
3: they did it i'm surprised they did it on tnt to the extent that they did right but, uh, i'm good with it well my thing is i don't like i said i don't mind blood like you know if you end up bleeding in the match then cool i just don't like you know i don't know the blade thing just doesn't really do it for me i'm just like eh. no. It just it doesn't feel right when i see it because like, like this when they say like you know he busted his head on putting him through the table. Like, no, he didn't. His head didn't touch the table. He just cut himself. Like, my thing
1: is I'd rather have them do it to themselves <laughs> than have like a Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton situation where he's busted the hard way.
2: Well, that's to be fair, more... I feel like that's more safer. I feel like I'd be it's how... getting beat until you yeah. actually bleed is more safer than no. that. That's, that's
1: called concussions. We don't want that. Yeah. So... Like the hard way is way worse than giving yourself a little cut on the forehead and letting it bleed out. That's what I'm saying.
2: Brock's a professional man. I'm pretty sure he he barely touched Randy Orton. I feel like he like he treated him like a baby and just yeah, sure. He did. <laughs> oh,
1: we got we got Kenny backstage taking shots at Hangman Page because he's a piece of shit. Talking about how he's gonna win the tournament doesn't matter who he faces, whether it's Hangman Page or a tag team wrestler like Hangman Page, or you know just repeatedly talking about how he could beat Hangman Page in this tournament to determine the number one contender it's probably where it's going to end up i'd actually be surprised if that wasn't the finals hangman versus kenny um first round they, should. they, they could do it first round because that's how everyone probably thinks it's going to be the finals they might knock it out early
3: i mm-hmm. um, so would do am like you know what nope right off the bat boom why not and then i think and uh
2: champa in the cruiserweight classic first round it was good. Deep and the thing is, it.
3: you do that match in the first round, and then whoever loses costs the winner in the finals.
2: Yeah, yeah. look, Travis got his <laughs> Booker hat on.
1: Then we had Big Swole defeating uh, one of your your uh, stable mates from the Straight Edge Society, Serena Deeb.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, that was her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Shout out to Serena Deeb, man. I'm glad she's out there like still wrestling. I was kind of hoping she'd go back into wrestling when she signed with WWE, but
3: I was happy to see Big Swole in the match. It's been forever since I saw Big Swole. And it was good because
1: Serena's one of those talents that they can put a big swole in against or so you know, someone in against where they're gonna make that talent look really good in the match. And this was again on a trend of better women's matches from AEW because they're doing things like this. You bring in a Thunder Rosa, you bring in a Serena Deeb, and they're making these women look better. Even Fucking uh, Britt Baker looked pretty good against Red Velvet. You know how I feel about Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, Ariane is trash. Then we got a Moxley video package about why Lance is dangerous and how he's not going to give up. He's sitting in a bar and all this stuff. Um, seems to kind of doubt that he might come out. He's really, he's really building up his opponent in this package, um, but also saying. You're going to have to take that title out of my cold, dead hands. I'm never going to quit. I'm never going to surrender. And then we got our main event, uh, Jericho and Hager versus Serpentico and Luther, because this is the best thing we could come up with for a main event match on Chris Jericho's 30th anniversary.
3: Either one of you watched the show on Netflix, uh, The Norseman? No. Damn. because The dude (laughs) from that tag team, the bald one, looks just like one of the um, characters on Norseman is a bald dude. He's very creepy looking. And damn, I hate that neither one of you watched the show. Oh, well, go ahead. Uh, Jericho and Hager get the win here.
1: Uh, then we have a celebration, which is interrupted by MJF. He brings out a clown and a photo and basically rips off The Rock and McFoley in one segment. He's got the clown for Jericho that he calls Clownico, basically making fun of Jericho. And he does the nation of domination rock thing where he gives Jericho a present. And it's a giant picture of MJF MJ or, uh, Jericho then takes that picture, smashes it over the clown's head and hits him with a Judas effect, knocking him out. There's a tense moment. And then they both smile and laugh and MJ is like, Oh, you almost got me. And Jericho was like, I almost had you. Um, MJF says he's going to make a career altering announcement next week. I really wanted to like this because it's MJF, but the whole, the whole thing just didn't do it for me.
2: Can I just be honest? MJF doesn't do it for me. He just doesn't.
3: Most of the time, he does for me. Most Not of the time, man. he does for me too. But at this point, I'd fallen asleep.
2: It's like I've I, I like. He doesn't do anything bad. It's just like for whatever reason, his work just doesn't resonate with me, and it just like. He's good. Like he does great stuff. but It's just like I don't really care. Like I see MJF. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me go get some snacks. That guy.
1: Okay, I could kind of see that. Twitter, events. I can kind of see on. that. Um, AW, spit or swallow?
2: Spit. Uh, I can't spit because I didn't watch it. I just so? saw highlights, so Gargo undecidedly.
1: And I'm spitting. Uh,
0: <sighs> <laughs>
2: I see I, it.
1: I kind of want to swallow just for that gar- that dog collar match because I really enjoyed that dog collar match. Even though I was surprised that Cody won, I enjoyed that. And we didn't talk about how Cody said he was going to defend the title next week on the anniversary show and Orange Cassidy came out and gave the little thumbs up and Cody gave him the thumbs up. So next week for the TNT title, we're getting Orange Cassidy versus Cody.
2: That should be good. That so, should be good.
1: Yeah. I'm going to swallow.
2: So I'll just, watch
3: next week because we're getting that match
1: just based on the fact that. I enjoyed the Willie Hobbs cage match. Uh, that was a, a big man dominant match and I enjoyed the, uh, the dog collar match. So I'm going to, I'm going to swallow this week. Oh, and a uh, swole. Swole. Uh, NXT or Raw, Vince?
2: Uh, NXT.
1: We kick it off with what should have been a banger of a fucking match. And it was in Chapa and Kushida. And then the Velveteen dream ruins
2: everything. Oh, you mean Patrick? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so...
3: (laughs) I mean, you know, it's only right, you know, NXT ruined the Velveteen dream, so why would he not ruin NXT in return?
2: I don't think NXT ruined Velveteen. I think Patrick ruined Velveteen. That's what happened. We're not going to get
1: into the legalities and the loopholes of that situation. Allegedly. Mm. We're just going to say that According to the laws of the state that he is in, he is innocent.
3: Whether we agree with it or not, not innocent, just not guilty. Correct.
2: There you go. Uh, Not guilty. We established early on the show that our legal system (laughs) is completely trash. Again, not that we agree with it. Just the fact. I didn't say we did. I'm just pointing out the fact, like circling back to what we were saying to start the show. Kushida we'll runs Velveteen
1: the... Dream off. So I had a exchange during Takeover with uh, Kenny from a Kenny for Your Thought,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, where there was something I wanted to tweet out and I didn't tweet out, and I told him and I gave him permission to tweet it out. Uh, but basically, actually, you know what? I'm gonna pull up the exact DM so I can read it word for word because he really enjoyed my delivery of this. <laughs> um, eh, somebody enjoys
2: you. Fuck ah. you. Well, I would assume his wife would.
1: Uh, it's you. It's appropriate that dream is dressed trapped, as doc man. Brown because both like spending time with teenage boys. <laughs> you tweeted that? Wait, no, I'll I didn't. It. I didn't tweet that. I was going to tweet it. I didn't. I told Kenny, I had a joke about doc Brown, but I didn't want to drag doc Brown's name through the mud <laughs> on Twitter. So I told Kenny and then Kenny took it and Made his own version of that tweet
2: because Kyle it, hopped into the group chat and made that same joke to try to pop the group chat, but we no sold it. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wait, did he just like run into that tweet and try to see if we could he could pop us? And Probably. then nobody- I
1: I did see someone else tweet something similar um to that later, but it was like way later in the night when he yeah. tweeted it. Um, <laughs> from when I when I uh sent that to Kenny, but yeah, no, it was very appropriate that Velveteen Dream was dressed up as Doc Brown because both men like to spend time with little teenage boys.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Tragic.
1: Um, then we got a promo from Ember. Allegedly. No, no, we did get a
3: promo for Ember.
1: No, I'm talking about your previous comment. No, we moved on past that. Now we're, right, now right. we're on the Ember promo. No, did. We, got, we got to say allegedly, you know. Ember got new music. <laughs> it's... I'm not happy with it, but it is what it is. The that was not one, bad. Music, yeah, it's not bad. It's,
3: yeah, it's still like, at least this one is still along the same lines, like in the same kind of theme as her other music, as opposed to what they did to Keith Lee's music when they just did something completely different. Keith that Lee,
2: they ruined. It just didn't uh, fit him at all. <laughs> Alistair makes sense, you know, character change. Like-
1: no, no, no. Due to the lyrics of Alistair Black's theme song, there was no need to ever change his theme music. No, really. no,
2: there was no need, but is the theme song bad? No, like, no, I it's think not Ember,
1: bad, I but feel it's like not it, as good.
2: It's not as good. No, no, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. I'm just saying that at least with Ember and Alistair, their themes aren't bad.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: they've done that in the past. Look, I'm an Angel Garza fan. They've changed that man's theme song like three or four times, and every t- uh, the final time <laughs> is the worst version of it. They found like a perfect in between, and they changed it for whatever reason.
1: This isn't like when they added rap to Shinsuke, so people would stop singing along with Shinsuke's music because he was but that version was a heel. Good. That's, this isn't like one. when they let Disturb do Austin's music, because I really enjoyed that, and that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it was good. Or, like, the tweaks they did to the rock's music as years went on,
2: you know? Yeah. Hollywood this is, Hollywood is not the rock rock same version thing. version is the best. You say, um, Hollywood rock version is the best. Oh, I love, uh,
3: that. I love that thing.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. It's
1: cooking. Yes. I didn't love Ember's promo <laughs> here, but Ember's never been a promo person I'm wondering if they're trying to give her some time. I just, I didn't, this is one of those promos where, you know, she's back on NXT and I should have felt the emotion and like, believed what she was saying. And this one felt like she was reading off a script. I didn't
3: believe her in Um, what she was saying. The way I feel about that though, is that's what NXT is. These are the people, supposed to be the people that aren't really ready for the main show. So they can't get better if they don't do it. I said the same thing about Mia Yim when they wouldn't let her talk. I'm like, let her talk. So she's but I feel like just... Mia
2: can't talk. She just needs to be allowed to talk in her own no, kind of way. Just...
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing is Mia can talk. Mia can't talk the words given to her.
2: Yeah. and, and Amber that's the can
1: thing. probably talk, just not the words given to her. Same Whoa. thing. <laughs> Sasha cuts fire promos when they let Sasha do her thing. But when Sasha's got to act out a script and she does the bank or the, uh, the boss character, mm-hmm. it doesn't come off as well as when she's just
3: speaking from her heart.
2: Yeah, well, it's
3: almost like promos work better when they're not scripted.
2: Look at Roman. Look at Roman. They try to stuff so many scripted promos for the guy, and then now they let him like do his own thing, and he's really good. He Mm -hmm. can cut his own stuff. Like the thing with Ember, and I've always had this issue with Ember. Is either make her the like relatable baby face that everybody wants to root for, just like a Sami Zayn in NXT, or a Johnny Gargano, or just feed into the whole mystique portion of her character. You can't have an in-between because sometimes she tries to be like menacing or cool and then does this awkward like grin thing that she does and it's like you feel very awkward on the mic, dude. It's like, st- pick a lane and stick to it. And that's something I've always talked about with Ember. Like, either lean into the mystique part or lean into like the relatable person.
1: No, you lean into the mystique part because when they tried to lean into the relatable person, we got that terrible story with her and Mandy and Sonia, where she was a nerd reading books backstage and got picked on. Yeah, for reading books, and that was that. That was about the end of the Ember mystique.
2: Moon. Yeah, and they don't. So lean into, into the mystique.
1: mystique. Lean into the mystique. I like mystique. EO comes out, but before she can talk, Rhea shows up, and right as Rhea starts Not Jennifer talking. Not
3: Mystique, though. Comic book Mystique. <laughs> Giant Long
1: Gonzalez Long. and Dakota Kai attack Rhea on the rampway. Ember comes down to help out Rhea. There's a brawl, and then our boy, the GM, who was busy as hell tonight because he made the Kushida match because of a brawl that broke out before the show, makes another match for tonight. Rhea and Ember versus Giant Gonzalez and Queen Kai. <laughs>
2: Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Made sense.
1: Uh, Then we've got the out. Did you see Drake Maverick outside, Travis? Nope. Did you see Drake Maverick at all? Nope. Um <laughs> <You're> am <gonna be laughs> glad you missed that. Um, do- did you see any of the stuff with the Garganos? Negative. And their new TV. Oh, that was
2: so. that was great stuff right
1: there. Uh, I know you didn't see Tony Storm because you were surprised by that. <laughs> yeah. Um that did didn't you see give me the- that thickness. Did you see the Undisputed Era
3: backstage? Did I? No, I don't think so.
1: Did you see Austin Theory versus Leon Ruff? Yes. Okay, so Austin Theory defeats Leon Ruff, who is now officially signed to a Performance Center contract, um, then so, brags about being the future and how no one can stop him. So Out Matt, comes my is- boy.
3: This is going to be some real inside baseball for just the two of us right now. Okay. Does Leon Ruff not remind you of Larry Whittleson?
1: A little bit. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you Larry Whittleson tried to sell me weed in high school? I think so. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. And we didn't know about smoking weed. We were, like, freshmen, and we thought we knew, and it was me and Brandon. And then, like rolled a bunch of little pinners out of the hold nickel on, bag. On. I lost you for a second. You said it was you and Brandon. What? It was me and Brandon. It was like our freshman year of high school. He bought a nickel bag off Larry and then rolled like two or three joints out of the nickel bag because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing and lied to me and told me he did. And then we tried to smoke that shit in his garage.
3: Oh, did not get me. high. Yo you didn't yeah. tell me all that shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But yeah. When I saw a I'm like, oh that's Larry.
1: <laughs> um Austin Theory's been bragging about how he's the future. No one can stop him. Dexter Loomis comes out. Then we get Loomis versus Theory. And I'm actually surprised here because I know that the Leon Ruff Theory match wasn't very long, but I expected Dexter, who was fresh to dominate the majority of this match. Yeah. He, uh, sure. he did get the win, which was good. But this match was a lot longer than I thought it would be for someone who just competed in a match. And Theory had a lot of offense here, even though he just competed in a match. But then again, he did say that he – was warmed up before Leon Ruff, And he was even more warmed up for Loomis and he's better when he's warmed up. So
0: yeah.
1: Uh, then Cameron Grimes comes out of nowhere and hits Loomis with a cave in because Cameron Grimes was pissed that when he asked Dexter Loomis last week where William Regal was, he didn't answer his question.
2: Isn't that like a Karen thing to do? Like that's like the most Karen thing to do. Like he really did his best Karen impression there. He really did. Yeah. You didn't answer my question. I'm yeah. entitled to my uh, to be have my answer uh, and, like question answered. God damn. It. Yeah,
3: yeah. Words are hard. I know.
2: Yeah, words are hard. Words are hard. especially when you speak two languages. Sometimes they all get mixed. Up. All get mixed up. Yeah, I yeah, get it.
3: On. I get it.
1: Did you see Ridge Holland versus Danny Birch? Yes, dude. Ridge Holland's leg. So Holland defeats Birch, and then after the match, Birch gets up and slaps Holland and they brawl, and he takes out Birch, and then Oni Lorcan comes out and checks on Birch, and then they're brawling. And Oni goes over the top rope once and gets caught. Then they go to do it a second time, and I actually looked at the gif because I didn't see it on TV. When I looked at the gif and I showed it to Kate, you clearly see when he catches Birch on that second one, Mm -hmm. his whole left leg just shifted to the left and was not laying right. My understanding is he dislocated his ankle and tore quite a few things in his knee and calf.
3: His leg is fucked. So I say, So I didn't see it. Like, I couldn't see it clearly. But I heard about everything that happened. So, like, was it full on, like, like, uh, said vicious kind of break or was it? So it wasn't broken like that. It was more like if
1: your leg's supposed to be like this, his whole leg was like this. Oh. So one leg looked normal and the other one was, like, completely sideways. And Kate watches all the doctor poll and. Doctor Pimple, like nothing bothers her. She watched that, and even
2: she was like,
3: "Oh no, no!" Yeah, yeah. reminds me when Paul George broke his leg. I was just like, "Oh fuck!"
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I watched that live, and I yeah, never watched I did the too. Replay. That
3: was so nasty. I never saw it again. I'm like, "No, I'm." I, I saw like videos of him. Like, no, I'm not looking at that again. So this is a bummer because we have
1: Karrion Cross winning the NXT title and going out on injury after beating Keith Lee. We have Finn Balor winning the NXT title and then suffering a broken jaw in his first title defense. We have now Ridge Holland, who was in a major story involved with the Undisputed Era. When we get back from commercial, they've got an air cast on him, and they're taking him out, and he's giving the thumbs up, but he has to go in for surgery. Um, And then Tegan Knox also tearing
2: her weak-ass paper knees again. Yo, man. Tegan Knox is a Derrick Rose of pro wrestling. I love them both. but <laughs> So they, here's the thing.
1: I was going to originally dub this the limitless curse because after they did Keith Lee so dirty in that title match and then the way they did him on Raw, their next two champions went down. But when you add in a Ridge Holland and you add in a Tegan Knox, this is the full sale curse because they took NXT away from full sale and now their roster hey. is just dropping like flies with injuries.
2: Carrying cross and uh Antigua both happened before they left Full Sail.
3: No, they both so, happened in the PC. They were doing it in the performance center at that time.
2: No, they were still in Full Sail, no. No, they no. were they were, all, they no, were in the performance
3: center. They weren't doing anything at Full Sail. Full Sail was shut down. Everything's been in the PC. They just re
1: they just redubbed the PC the uh, the whatever center. Uh,
3: the uh,
2: no, capital I capital wrestling center. But the capital wrestling center just recently that, that debuted. Just happened, it.
3: But they were doing everything in the performance center. No, no they, were they? The capital wrestling
1: center is the PC. They just renamed the PC. No, and I know, No,
2: But it debuted at Takeover, so that's why I'm I'm trying to figure out. It's like have they still been doing all the shows in the PC? And yeah, just, yes,
3: yes. Everything was in the PC. Okay. The so I was so.
2: under. I was under the impression that Full cell was still. <laughs> no, like, no, no. They weren't using no.
3: anything except the performance center because they could control that. So mm-hmm. they were,
2: like, they did everything. Because full but they sale... were in Full Sail for a minute there. While Samantha and Raw were on the Performance Center, NXT was still in Full cell. So when Full cell shut down, like, they were they were still using Full cell, They were not on the Performance Center with Raw and Samantha. Not that I know
3: of. I'm about to say, yes. I'm pretty sure they moved everything to the Performance Center at the same time.
2: No. Nah. No, NXT was still doing Full cell. We're going to fact check that. Yeah, we're going to have to look that up. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, no, this is disappointing. Like I said, it's the Full cell curse. They stopped using Full Sail. Now their roster's dropping like flies. Uh, Travis, did you see Shotzi Blackheart versus Zia Lee? Negative. God damn it. I thought she was going to be a permanent fixture on Hulu. <laughs> Fuck you, Hulu. I'm so stoked for that Halloween Havoc episode with her hosting. Like, this is <laughs> hey, this is to a she team she pimped out shit. that
2: tank. She pimped Dude, she that tank. Pimp out that tank. She
1: did out that We're going to get to that. Uh, you did see the main event tag team match, Rhea and Ember versus Dakota and Giant Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Ember Moon has no ring rust. She has been rearing and ready to go. She went out there, and she was full Ember.
2: That eclipse at the end. Probably, that's one of the best eclipses I've seen her hit. It's not the best, but it's top five for sure. It was so smooth, and the way she went into it, it was almost kind of like you're doing a suicide dive over the top rope and go into it. It was so smooth and seamless. Mm-hmm. No. Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: In-ring Ember is back. Now we just need to
2: figure out character Ember. Yes. She should come out with a motorcycle. <laughs> have well, the she helmet. Does... Have her struggle with the helmet before her match every single time. That's her gimmick
1: now. She does have that whole uh, Mad Max feel to yes. her new look, So
2: Yeah. I don't know um, if I feel it, though. Uh,
1: like I said, we need some character development. I need to know, like, what all this is about. Mm-hmm. And I need her to be able to do some mic work. I mean... In NXT, you don't really need to. Your in ring work kind of sells it for you. You don't need the mic work, but it wouldn't hurt to get her. I still
2: wanted to border on the side of goofy to ridiculous because it's too gimmicky, you know?
1: So, not good enough for Hulu NXT edition. We've got Drake Maverick arriving at the arena. Yes, Travis. Before
3: Before you finish, we have to acknowledge this Vince was right. They've been doing it all at full sale.
1: Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, well,
2: yep. it's been. Facts like are being sale. checked when yeah. I show up on the show,
3: yeah, yeah. I so up.
1: When do they stop using full
2: sale? Capital Wrestling Center
3: at uh TakeOver 31. Really, mm-hmm. thank you.
2: Well, I, I apologize, the like, NXT guy. Well, I'm not apologizing, I'm just
3: telling him he's right. Oh, you no, know, I, I, I was I never
2: expecting an apology from Travis, <laughs> I was just expecting him to confirm and back me up. It was like, oh, he was right, I'm not apologizing, but he was right. That's yeah. all I that's all I
1: want. Not good enough for Hulu NXT edition. Drake Maverick arrives at the arena to let us know that he has talked to William Regal and he and Killian Dane are going to have a tag team match. He has been contacting Killian about theme music and tag team moves. Killian shows up and says, what the hell are you talking about? What's going on? Killian is not happy that they're going to be a tag team. He has not read or responded to any of the messages. Then Drake's like, well, if you would send me your phone number, he goes, there's a reason you don't have my phone number. Um, we're doing the whole odd couple thing here where, you know, they're they're together, but they're not. Uh, this ends up leading to that tag team match. Dana Maverick defeat Ever-Rise because fuck Ever-Rise. But at the end of the match, even though theme music was terrible, as Drake Maverick is celebrating, Killian Dane does the KO punch, knocks him on his ass. And then instead of leaving, goes back and collects Drake Maverick and carries him away. And you can see that Drake Maverick is slowly just
2: drilling his charm into killing. Oh, Dane. yeah. This is what I've been doing with Travis these last couple of months. He is the killing Dane to my Drake Maverick. He doesn't want to admit it, but he loves me deep down inside. He's the adopted son he never wanted, but he's grown too low. Ugh. You
1: know, you did the introductions for the Smackdown Pod takeover post show uh-huh. and you were referring to how RN was your uh you know you, you you listed off a bunch of things and there were a couple interesting ones in there as to like the person you took. Like I think you took Tyler Breeze to f- Fandango mm-hmm. as if Tyler Breeze was the main part of that tag team <laughs> and I fully disagree with that. 100% that backwards. That's
3: backwards. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: anything that Tyler Breeze is involved in, he's second. No, no, but see, that was my intent. I was trying to like put over Ornn as like the. the Why would the you one want to guy. do that? But and because all the other my ones. Friend and I'm, the my, top... I'm, I'm at the door. I'm, I'm on my way out. You know, I'm exiting the door. <laughs> but when you leave on your way out, as per wrestling customs, you put the other guy over. You I'm called him the
1: Triple H tier Shawn Michaels. So clearly you weren't doing that.
2: Well, it's just because <laughs> Triple H is his favorite wrestler of all time. So I want to get Oh uh, Yeah, no, yeah. yeah.
1: I think you said he was the owner of your bread or something like that. Anyway. Neither here nor there. <laughs>
2: no, I don't think I, I mentioned the Hart family at all. Like, Listen, I've, I've I never have them in my thought process.
1: <sighs> and now you got <laughs> muted. So then, Travis, we have the Tony vignette. She is uh, – you just you need to go watch this. She's on a beach. She's running. And I didn't think it was possible, but I'm pretty sure she got thicker. So
0: she's running okay. on a
1: beach. She's tearing it up on the beach. She says that this was all a plan. She was taking some time off. It was part of a plan, and she's coming back better and stronger than ever. Basically, she's rebuilt herself. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) – I don't know why it never occurred to me to do that before. So, for those of you listening to the podcast and not watching, not only did Travis mute Vince, but uh, he shut off his video feed. So,
3: (laughs) I'm assuming Vince can hear this. Oh, Uh, man. Oh, man. I don't even, I don't know why it never occurred to me to do that before. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't either.
1: Uh, we got the Undisputed Era backstage basically calling out Ridge Holland, which obviously doesn't age well when Ridge Holland blows out his knee. <laughs> then we got the Garganos. So they're out on a walk. They're in the Gargano blue and pink matching jumpsuits, walking the dog, talking about how they need a new plan. When they get home, there's a 65 inch flat screen waiting for them. It is from Indy Hartwell. Um, in record time they unpackage it mount it on the wall there's a usb drive with it they watch the usb drive and it's indy showing all the times she saved candace in the battle royal and johnny thinks there might be something here with candace and indy um so maybe we're getting a candace indy tag team match where they will challenge for the tag team titles at some point
2: um i would like to hope they Create their like Edge and Vicky Guerrero version of La Familia, like the Gargano family, and starts like getting people on their side. So you start with T, we start with uh Indy Hartwell, you add another person here or there to kind of be like the muscle to Johnny Gargano, and that's how you get the title on both of them.
1: Okay,
3: factions
2: work,
1: and then Shotzi Blackheart in her newly decked out tank with the bones of Robert Stone. (laughs) <laughs> decorating it, uh, defeats Zia Lee. Lee taking another L here. Then she is propositioned by so Vince, is it Bo or is it Boa? Boa. It's Boa. Yeah, Boa. It looks like Boa, but there was some debate as to how to pronounce it. So if I'm not mistaken, he is also a Chinese superstar. Yes. Signed to NXT. He has competed on TV before, then went out with a shoulder injury. Like he had one or two matches. What he I was, was certainly... uh, in the
2: breakout <laughs> tournament along with Garza and Swerve. Yes.
1: So he has competed. I thought he had competed. Um, yeah, so he propositioned her. She took the scroll note thing that he gave her, read it, and walked off with him. Uh, very upset that she's losing matches, but this may be like the Zelina Vega-Andrade sort of uh, angle that they go with or mm-hmm. um, what? Who? Uh, uh, Robert Stone, Chelsea Green. Maybe oh no
2: no don't compare it to that. That was a fail. That was a flop. Andrade <laughs> and Selena and NXT were gold. And I, I I'm really a big fan of Zyalee. I think she could be a really big name in that women's division. And like nice. you just gotta go ahead and do something with it. Yeah. Um NXT spitter swallow. Yeah, oh, swallow. The only thing that would make me want to gargle undecidedly was that whole Killian Dane Drake Maverick segment, but I've made a connection between me and Travis, so now I love it. So it was charming. It was charming, just like the relationship between me and Travis. Spitting. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you spitting, Travis? Because fuck Vince. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna swallow as but well. But also Again. no. But for real, I was gonna spit it anyway, like no bullshit. Because honestly, when I'm looking at it, only thing they really gave me during this thing that I really gave a shit about was the return of Ember Moon. So, mm-hmm.
2: no, Tony well, Storm. I didn't. See he Tony didn't get Storm. to see it though. That's on you. No, it's on Hulu. <laughs> okay, we'll blame Hulu, not NXT. Not my fault.
1: I'm gonna swallow. I'm as judging well. what I saw. I got okay. Shotzi. I got Shotzi getting a win. I got a new tank with the bones of Robert Stone. I got Ember tearing it up in a match. And I had a great kushida Champa match before Velveteen Dream ruined it.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, boys. Monday Night Raw. So, honestly, Monday Night Raw, I feel like, was a really fun show that because of my own hang-ups, I could not enjoy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. seriously actually, like actually, i'm watching sounds it about I'm like, right for most wrestling shows matt
1: no 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 <laughs> i'm like listen
2: Not like if, this though
1: if there weren't brand issues i probably would have really enjoyed the show but because of all of the back and forth off-brand bullshit i couldn't get past that to enjoy some of the fun shit that happened here mm-hmm. um we kick it off with randy orton basically telling us uh, uh, a lullaby or a story a, a bedtime story about how he took out the legends and He broke Big Show's hands and all this stuff. And then he challenges Drew to a Hell in a Cell match. Um, While this is going on, Drew shows up in his locker room, which we never see. And I was very like, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Drew's watching it, sees it, and in real time goes and finds Randy and beats the shit out of him while they're doing the segment.
2: Drew is the most smart, like, WWE champion we've had in a minute. Like, that's common sense. Like, if I see someone talking shit on my TV, I'm going to go find them and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, D. Rod, you hear that? D. Rod, D. Rod's not paying attention. He's streaming naked on his Twitch or something. <laughs> well, this
3: is gonna come out tomorrow, so Alabama's probably playing, so it doesn't even matter. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Maybe this- oh, but yeah, like they, you see somebody on the TV talking shit. I mean, you've been in that building for a while now, so you know where everything is. You know where that mm-hmm. is that he's talking shit. Oh, I see where he is. I'm going there. What to fuck him up. Every
1: Alabama football game be considered a family reunion.
3: <laughs>
1: I wouldn't Probably. know. I wouldn't know. Um, then we had a six-woman tag team match. It's uh, Mandy and Dana and Asuka versus Lana and Natalia. Mm-mm. No. Nope. Or, I'm sorry, Lana and Naya and No, Shane. no, no. I'm
3: saying no, I didn't see it.
2: Oh, you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You had Matt as like, wait, did I did I take my notes? Yeah, I was like, no, like, no. Like, you had him Naya came at the end. Yeah, yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, do you see MVP talking to uh, Ricochet backstage, yep. offering him mm-hmm. a spot in the Hurt Business for one night only?
2: Mm-hmm. He offered it to everybody.
1: Uh, well, he they focused in on Ricochet. Like, mostly, he offered it, yeah. and then it just like it panned in on Ricochet.
2: My thing is, Ricochet will
1: eventually
3: join Hurt Business. He keeps giving them chances. Like MVP keeps giving them chances, and they just always choose to get their asses whooped. Like you know, Cedric smartened up. I don't know
1: where the fuck he went. (laughs) COVID maybe, but he smartened up finally. Yeah,
2: probably. Um,
3: he's at the what they call the Hurt Business Academy or some shit. (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) probably. He's in business school.
3: They they called it something. I forgot what MVP called it. They said he said they sent him to the Hurt Business Academy or something. Yeah.
2: that's smart man find something creative for why someone's not on tv
1: Mm. did you see the murphy seth stuff
3: yeah do we care do we want to talk about it no i like to pretend it doesn't exist okay there's nothing good about it it didn't happen murphy
1: and seth defeat dominic and no they didn't because they didn't
3: have a match keep going
1: uh braun Strowman smackdown contract the superstar (laughs) is here despite the fact that Raw Underground no longer exists, and he wants a fight. So Adam Pearce, de facto GM, has says, I can't give you a fight because you're not a SmackDown superstar, and I cheer. And then he says, but I can give you an exhibition. And I'm like, fuck you, Adam Pearce. Fuck you. You were doing the right thing. You said no match. You're not on the brand.
3: And then you gave a fucking match anyway. And what's so weird about this, because they, they do this all the time, when they talk about a match being unsanctioned, why is there a ref?
2: <laughs> to know. count the one, two, three.
1: <laughs> there That's should the be no reason. one two three because be no one through three. It's All unsanctioned matches should end
3: in KO. Because it should end when somebody can't keep going. Yeah. So it's a
1: last, last man big,
3: standing match or, or an I quit match. Just, Last man standing, I quit, whatever. It ends when it's over. And you and you see a fight happening, you know when that fight's over. <laughs> True. So, like, that's what it should have been. But every time they do, they're like, "Oh, it's an unsanctioned match." But they have a you know
2: ring. what they should do for unsanctioned matches? Kind of like do what they used to do back in like high school fights, and just have like everybody gathered around them, no ref, like not even like not even like uh, lumberjack where they're around the ring, no, inside the ring. And they circle, a circle. around them just to make circle sure, around like, them, like make an actual circle. Push and them and in just, when they try to push them in. Much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's how you do an unsanctioned.
3: I know exactly match. what you're <laughs> talking about. Uh. So Keith Lee
1: shows up and says, I'll take him," Which again, Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, and the match, if they were on the same brand, I would have enjoyed the shit out of this, despite the fact that Keith Lee can't seem to get a legitimate win or loss the entire time he's
2: been on here. He's going to tread water just like he did his first couple of years in the next T, and then he's finally going to have a boom period. Yeah, and then all of up. a sudden
3: Vince is going to be like, oh, Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, we tried to tell you two years ago, fool.
2: But. Mm-hmm. he's always late with everything.
3: Uh did you guys or Travis, did you see
1: the Kevin Owens Bray Wyatt stuff? Yes. So Kevin Owens comes out, calls out Bray Wyatt, again, SmackDown Superstar who's gonna be on Raw. We get a Firefly Funhouse episode. It's not the best Firefly Funhouse episode, but Bray sings us a song and Mercy kills Raml and Rabbit. So we brought that back. Um He basically tells Kevin Owens he has no idea what he got into with the fiend. KO says, if you're not gonna come out here, I'm I'm gonna go find you because that's a thing now. Like we can just go to the Firefly funhouse. Seth did it. Um, Mm -hmm. Braun did it, I think. Somebody else did it. Adam
2: (laughs) Pierce went, but in order to like not piss off Bray, he had to wear the mailman costume. So I like the idea of it not being like some alternate universe or like some dimension you have to enter. I would like I, I prefer it that Bray's just whacked out and like sick in the head and he created his own little spot in every arena they go to <laughs> and he, it's not it's, it's a legit place but he made it his own little like forts and he's just so demented that he does I feel like that's even more creepier to, mm-hmm. to me like he's so demented that he created his own little fort within the arena and just so you don't get into such a, a problem with him or conflict you have to go in and feed into his bullshit and his dementia or whatever I think that's better
1: Best part about this is as Owens is storming up the rampway, he catches a black mask from Alistair Black, who has ditched the fucking eye patch. Thank God.
3: Thank you. Yes. Don't boo that shit. <laughs> boo. boo you. Boo you. Bring back the eye patch.
1: Uh, <laughs> did you see McIntyre accept? I want the Alistair Blackbeard the match?
3: pirate.
1: Did you <laughs> see McIntyre accept the match? Um, yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Uh, did you see Braun versus Lee? So it's a double count out. Then Braun does the freight train thing, knocks Lee through the barricade, goes to leave. Lee gets up. They go at it. Lee ends up throwing him into the LED board. And then Lee tackles Braun off the stage and they both go through a table. Um, it's just basically two big bulls going at it, neither one backing down.
2: Yeah. I love Keith Lee, but ever since he's been on Raw, I care about him a little bit less. And anytime Braun Strum is on TV, I don't care. Well, they're taking
1: all the magic that is Keith Lee away. They're not letting him cut promos. Mm. He's not winning matches. He's not doing the things in NXT in his matches that he was doing that made us love him and showing us how, for a guy his size, he's super athletic and can do these crazy things and and put on these awesome matches. They took away literally everything special about Keith Lee from his music to his personality. To his gear. To his his, goatee,
2: his I've always said this. Keith Lee with Goatee is a million times better than yeah, clean-shaven yeah. Keith Lee. Yeah, executive
3: beer Keith Lee is way, way better. Yeah. And more menacing.
1: Yeah. Uh, 24-7 title. Nope. Not on Hulu. Uh, what about the Hurt Business retribution? Yeah, Yeah. Okay, so Hurt Business blames retribution for their loss. MVP says <laughs> you might be scary, but... My favorite part was he says, we fit the description.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. He threw that in there. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He said that Um,
1: shit. Ricochet comes out, finds his inner gangster, says he passes on the offer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then her business defeat Apollo Crews and Ricochet. Makes sense. Uh, More Mysterio family bullshit. Did you see Nia and Shayna versus the Riot Squad for the tag team titles? Uh, yes. Surprisingly, Ruby Riot just gets destroyed this entire match and the Riot Squad loses. I really thought Shane and Nia were going to be transitional champions. I really thought they were going to put the tag team titles on the Riot Squad after all of this build to put them back together and then to earn trust, and they didn't do it.
2: Not surprised.
3: Well, maybe they were doing that because... Where'd they get drafted to? They
2: haven't haven't been been drafted yet. Only yeah. Nia and Shayna have been trapped that's to Raw. talking about Nia and yeah, to oh, Raw. Okay. They're staying on Raw. So, okay. Well,
3: then I don't know. Then I was about to say maybe they wanted to be able to move them both to SmackDown first, but nah, maybe not. Um. Then we have Ali versus
1: MVP. Ali says he's going to take on all three members of Retribution. He's going to go through MVP, then I mean, Bobby Barry Lashley, versus. then Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um. <laughs> So, as the Hurt Business is about to beat down Ali, Retribution comes out to make the save. I don't know about you guys. Everyone seemed surprised when Ali turned around. As soon as he got out of the ring and went by
3: Retribution, I, I knew, knew what was happening. Oh, yeah. I knew what was happening as soon as they showed up. Because I wasn't. weren't we talking about him being, like, part of, part of Retribution when they first showed up? Yeah. Yeah. So, it was just like, who's surprised here? I don't understand. A lot of people like- were surprised. Well, a lot of people are stupid.
2: A lot of people can't connect the dots, man. Like he was one of the people that was rumored to be part of the faction, and when he wasn't revealed, like he would have been perfect. Perfect. He fit the bill. He fits the description. The motivation for retribution. A lot of people thought he was the hacker. People are comparing the hacker, like like uh, like connecting the hacker to retribution. Even WWE uh, on Fox's Twitter or Instagram said like Ali has uh, at Ali with the retribution hack with hack all in caps with the exclamation point at the end. Yeah. So there might be something to it. And I feel like Ali in there just makes all the sense in the world. And now it, it makes I the care. faction make sense. <laughs> and now I care. Now be- I care.
3: Because before they're like, yeah, we were all like, you know, we weren't given a chance. We were passed over, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, actually, no, that no, what happened is you just didn't make it because you're not good enough. So like, <laughs> that's really what that looked like to me. And then you add Ali and I'm like, oh, well, he is. He just didn't yeah. get, he just got passed over. No,
1: whether he's the official leader or not, because Bully oh, no, Ray says is. Bully Ray doesn't think he's the leader, leader, the end all be all.
3: Um, Even though he the one that told him go get him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bully Ray like, thinks someone else higher, more important, is calling the shots, and he's you know, just you know the, why like, because Bully sees higher.
2: like a small guy, he can't believe it. he can't like see as believable as like a small guy leading like leading the fashion he has the yeah. old school so, mentality so that's you think what there's that is. a
3: uh, a higher power if you will yeah basically Stop what i'm saying
2: um, commentary said he was leading the fashion he's yeah. the he's in charge <laughs> com, like twitter <laughs> twitter all their social media wasted no time in confirming that yeah he is the leader everybody knows he's the leader
1: Last match of the night, six-man tag team match, Street Profits and Drew versus Dolph, Bobby, and Orton. Orton gets the win here, pinning Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Not good enough for Hulu. Monday Night Raw Edition. We had a six-woman tag team match. Uh, Mandy gets the pin on Lana. And then, again, Shayna and Nia return. This is before their tag team match. This is the first time we've seen them since they didn't defend the titles at Clash Champions, and they put Lana through another announce table. Poor <laughs> Lana is paying her dues here, getting shoved through an announce table by Nia week after week after
3: week.
2: They got to toughen up, man. You know what I've noticed, too? You're taking you the focus off of her, taking the mic out of her hands, and stop, I stop her being the annoying blonde, and I care more about Lana. I'm like, okay, in a reduced role? And her as the like the lesser of the two tag teammates with Natalia, I'm okay with that. That's a decent role for Lana. As long as you're not being highlighted or given too much mic time or too much TV time, I'm okay. Fade into the background, Lana. Fill your role. Well, you know gotta be a role player. Every good team in all sports need those role players. That's where you have to be, Lana. Yeah. You're a role player.
3: The best thing about that team to me though is that it never makes Hulu.
1: <laughs> Speaking of never making Hulu twenty four seven title. Our truth gets the belt back. We got Drew Gulak here, who is a SmackDown contracted fucking superstar, competing 24, on Raw for twenty.
3: I said twenty four seven title. No, no, Those no, 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 no. no. You 24/7. said that last week. I don't accept it. Twenty four seven, sir. Twenty four seven. So bullshit. So it I think all, it's so it would have been okay. okay.
2: I think it's only okay for a SmackDown Superstar to compete for the 24-7 title if it's a pay-per-view where both brands are present.
3: Thank you. So
2: here's the thing, Thank you.
3: Here's the thing, though. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Let me ask this this question. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. So what if it happened on, like, a Tuesday?
2: Where would be the setting? Instagram, YouTube, whatever.
3: If it's not on Raw...
1: It's okay. it's okay. Don't put SmackDown superstars on, on fucking Monday. Raw. What if it yeah. happened before Raw? No. But it didn't happen on Raw. If it happened at the arena, on Raw, not okay. If it happens in the at R-Truth's ride. house, fine. So if Not happens, on the fucking show. So,
3: so if it happens away from the arena on Monday before the show starts, it's okay. Yes. I'm just trying to figure out where the line is here. I the line like is the don't line put is, SmackDown is, superstars on fucking Raw, Travis. But what if I they feel show, like the line what if, is what if they, Monday. What if, they, well, what if they then show the footage on Raw? No. That's different. That, well, no. That's different.
2: That, I think that's okay. If it, no. Let's say it happens on Sunday and they show the footage on Monday. That's cool. But if they they Drew McIntyre,
1: a SmackDown superstar, wins the 24-7 title, you put you that on Friday, back. you don't put that on Monday. Because he's a SmackDown superstar, and he's bringing the but title they, to SmackDown. they
3: showed Roman Reigns beating the shit out of Jay and getting the win on Raw.
1: Yeah, stop promoting other brands on your show.
2: <laughs> I've always hated that. Even back in, like, the early 2005 days where, like, they would have the Raw rebound on SmackDown. I don't give a fuck. I'm here for SmackDown. Don't Somebody's tell me about Somebody's
1: with me. Thank you, Vince.
2: All right. Are we spitting or,
1: or that's uh, not good enough for Hulu was those two things. Uh, we skipped over a lot of the fucking Mysterio shit. Yeah, fuck it didn't that. happen. That was not good enough for smacking it raw. It was yeah, all the Mysterio yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, spit or swallow Monday Night Raw?
2: I'm swallowing um, just because Ali, fellow Chicagoan, I love that man. He's the most wholesome person on Twitter that I've seen or one of the most wholesome p- people on Twitter. I love that man. He's genuine. And if, to see <laughs> him get a actual storyline and see where it goes, even if it's shit, maybe he turns chicken shit into chicken salad. I'm excited for Ali. I'm excited for retribution. He made me care about retribution just for that alone. I'm swallowing okay Travis got show love to shytown
3: that was uh it was going it was almost a full blown spit before um you know the retribution stuff happened now with that i'm I'm gargling he's like eh. <laughs> uh yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a gargle for me until the retribution stuff happened. That brought. I mean, it was a spit until the retribution stuff happened. That brought it up to a gargle.
1: I'm spitting. Keep the goddamn superstars on the goddamn shows. Well, you
3: you're spitting for other reasons. That's yeah. just mm-hmm. just being you. But, yeah. Best show of the week.
1: <laughs> Smackdown.
2: Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah, easy. I think I feel like Smackdown's been the best wrestling for the last show. three
1: or four weeks here on yeah. our podcast. Smackdown's been the best show. Roman, Roman Reigns,
2: man. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman fucking Reigns. Roman Reigns came back and I care. He's the only him, Sasha and Bailey were, are the only reasons I watch SmackDown. And they're All worthwhile. Right.
1: So Travis said we're going to record a uh, a mock draft sometime next week. Vince will be in touch oh, with no, you for that. no, we're doing
2: it on the show next week. I'm not doing oh. an extra podcast. Fuck
1: that. Oh, okay. So Vince... <laughs> Be available (laughs) next Friday because we're going to do a mock draft. That's going
2: to be extra long, right? So are we going to do like the same recording session, just separate episodes? Or will it be like one super long three-hour show?
3: Oh, we'll just say fuck whatever happened that week. (laughs) We we got to
1: cover the draft on Monday Night Raw, Travis.
3: Well, then we'll do it the week after then.
1: Okay. Coming (laughs) soon, smacking a raw draft. We will let you know. Vince. You got anything you want to plug for your YouTube channel for Smack or the Raw Podcast? Anything like that?
2: Uh sure, why not? Uh give some love to the guys over at Raw. Go ahead and follow them on YouTube uh and subscribe, like their stuff, youtube.com. Um love you, Travis. Don't have a change. Uh luckily I was playing that stuff. Yeah, youtube.com slash smack Check out their link tree uh, and support support them on Patreon slash Smicrot Podcast. Uh, follow me on YouTube and on, on my link tree for my stuff. Me and Matt did a Pokemon uh, Gym Leaders as Wrestlers podcast. It was really really fun. And, and one
1: day, eventually, Vince is going to make some polls for that podcast that we promised.
2: Yes, we will. I will get around to it. I will get to it. I feel how Travis feels as a producer, but yeah, find my stuff Linktree slash, um, SES Vince on youtube.com slash SES Vince. Follow me on Twitter at SES Vince.
1: It was so fitting. You remember that meme that you sent out Travis with the squirtles with the unfinished projects and then the Mm -hmm. new project. Mm -hmm. I said that to Vince because he was supposed to get these polls out. We recorded this thing like three weeks ago. He's like, I'll get polls out. I'll tag you. And he didn't. And the fact that it was a Pokemon podcast and it was a Pokemon meme, it was so because he's already of the next thing. He's completely. Yeah, we did that. There's more to do for the Pokemon thing, but he's already moved
3: on, done other shit. I get because no, when you get another idea like that, you got to run with that, unfinished while you that in your head. And yeah. while you're thinking about it, and I'll get back to that at some point.
2: But I'm, me, I'm trying is. to uh, I'm trying to work out like a wrestling podcasters roundtable, kind of like table like uh, the open court for NBA TV. Where and sit down and have a discussion about who is the goat of pro wrestling, and have like a list of names, and have the panel dis- discuss those names and their claim to being the goat of pro wrestling. So that's right. something I'm trying to get going. And obviously, I've got to close
1: the show because my wife is probably very upset. Cause it's
2: <laughs> so late, and it's Ooh, my shit, turn to take over is, for the time. Yeah. So.
1: You guys can find Travis on Twitter and Instagram at SirCustle. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. You guys can find me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. You guys can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash group slash Smackin' Raw. Facebook.com slash Creation World. We'll get you everything, including this Super Flash Year of Tomorrow podcast and all of our other content. Um, there should be coming this month a Creation Conversation that Travis is not going to have me on, even though I'm the horror movie expert of the group. Uh, so please go check that out. <laughs> Keep your eyes open for that and look for that. You guys can find Creation World on Twitter and Instagram at The Creation World. That is at T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A. Please go check the link trees that are in my profile. That'll get you the videos for Pornhub and YouTube. We need you to subscribe on YouTube. So if you haven't done so, please go do so. Get those views up because Travis is really bothered by the fact that we have more views on Pornhub than we do on YouTube and nowhere near as many views on both as we do audio listens. So if you're listening to this, Go subscribe to the YouTube. Help us out. Yes. Don't I forget anything.
3: No, I think that's it. I think we're at 69 subscribers on YouTube, and even though I think nice. that's hilarious and awesome, nice. we need to get up to 100 at least. Yeah, so, we need to get to 100. There's more than 100 uh, of you listening to this podcast.
2: Let me, let me, let me, get, the, let me get the keys to the YouTube. I, I'm, the reason, I'm one of the reasons I got Smack Raw to like 170, whatever they got right now. I can get you guys to 100. Give me a couple months. I can get you some content in there. <laughs> we'll talk.
1: All right. For Sir Cuss-a-Lot Travis Pointer and SCS Vids, I am the Warden Matt Ritter. We are smacking it raw and we are the number 1 podcast or wrestling podcast on Pornhub.
3: Peace. Later.